You may have played poker, but playing poker in Texas is a different animal. This is the Texas Poker Podcast with Tyler and Clint. Hello, this is the Texas Poker Podcast. I'm Tyler. This is Clint. What's up, y'all? And we are back with episode 87. Episode 87. So... Coming off of a $970 win, been kind of kicking butt on that. I did do a tournament at Paramount where I donked off 140, uh, and then I went ended up going Friday night to a Paramount game. Been trying to play a little bit more on Friday nights. Everybody knows it's one of the better nights of the week to play, and I can. I just haven't been doing it all that often. Have you noticed any difference playing the Friday night? Is the game better, as everyone says, or is it literally just the same? I think it's probably dependent on where you go. Like Paramount, I don't know. I find the game pretty... It's the same players for the most part, right? <laughs> I was just about to say, who's coming? <laughs> I mean, yeah. is there anyone who's there who's going to be any different? But It's uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I think in general, like, the game is probably better on Friday nights. But if, I, or if you're asking if I notice, like, a gigantic difference one way or the other... Not really, no. I mean, I noticed, like, at all the other rooms, it doesn't seem like people aren't drinking because it's a work night, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It doesn't, it seems like maybe they just enjoy playing Friday night more just because they don't have to go to work the next day. That, that's <laughs> definitely a possibility. Uh, like, I haven't been doing it at a lot of the other rooms that much, so I don't know. Maybe it is a little different, but I haven't been noticing where I've been going. Yeah, I used to always think that when I went to Texas Card House, but... I never really noticed a big deal. What about on Saturday? Did you ever notice anything? Or do you think it's all basically just the same players? Uh, I don't think I noticed that much. I, mean, I haven't really... I, if I did it more consistently, maybe I would notice more of a difference. Yeah, I was going to say probably too small of a sample size. Um, you probably get those action players, those dream Friday or Saturday nights that uh, someone who never plays shows up and just you know goes crazy. But like you said, it's all the same players. So how the sessions end up going for you? Okay, so it's a, uh, let me see where I go. So this session is going to have a pretty big theme to it. Uh, Oscar did a lot of the session. Uh, I have a queen jack off. A player bets $10. A couple calls. I call. The flop is queen eight three. The player, but the preflop raiser bets 20 into about 100. So, this is, so I obviously make the call. There's one other call. The turn is a 10. Not really changing all that much. Uh, bets, the preval brazer bets 25. We both call. I say, yeah, for that small of a size, you're definitely sticking around. Yeah, and then on the river, the river's a 3. Player bets 55. I mean, I'm just calling, right? I mean, if the 3 shouldn't change anything, right? Did it? Did not change anything. I was making sure there wasn't a three on the flop pairing the board, but yeah, I think I'm just calling here every time. I think there might have been a flush draw, so I think it missed. Uh, And I call. I mean, this is in. I was up against queen eight for a flop two pair and king queen. Talk about drawing super thin. Well, and I think that's the theme of this session is 
like bad pre-flop calls leading to just because I mean once I get there on the flop, I don't think I can ever get away from this hand. Especially for the sizing that they gave. Exactly. I mean, like, I mean, you know, a lot of people are like, well, on the third street. But at that point, I mean, now your your bets was about 100 going into the flop. I mean, it was 140, 190. Wait, shit, there was three players. I was about to say, yeah. 160, 220. So, I mean, is 50 to win 300 with top pair. Decent kicker. I guess the issue is that what are you hoping that they have in a three-way pot? I mean, you're hoping so slim. But, I mean, like when you're getting literally one to six odds, it's, it's kind of hard to... Oh, 100%. I mean, I was going over the hand into my head while you were saying it. I think, I mean, I'm sure it's a leak. I'm, I think I still make that call every once in a while, once everyone calls and it comes to me. Well, and I think it's fine. I think I think where the hand was misplayed was definitely on pre-flop. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I think there is a time, a leak, where I call pre-flop once everyone calls like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's a big leak. I mean, it's an easy one to do when you're bored. Because, I mean, you you do want to play some hands. You're just bored out of your mind sometimes when you're a card dead. But queen jack off, I mean, on the pre-flop, what are you hoping you're really against? Either a pocket pair that's, you know, 50-50 with you. Or most Broadways who are raising are... Well, here's the other thing. The pocket pairs that you're 50-50 with, when a queen or a jack comes, are probably not giving you any action. If they are, they probably flopped a set, which is not great. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, you're just dominated every time. But yeah. it just looks so good oh, <laughs> whenever yeah. you're bored. <laughs> well, and to the listeners, this is, this is a pre-flop raise call. We're not talking about, like, you know, limped and you're in the cutoff. Or, you know, it's folded around and you're in the hijack. You can raise there. But when you call this pre-flop raise, you're just... I got pretty much exactly what I deserved on this hand, really. Yeah, I mean, that's always a bummer. <laughs> I like to get lucky and win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like to be the guy holding queen eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, so I end up coming back around and winning two uh, big... PLO pots, so I'm doing okay at that point. Uh, then, well, actually, okay, so I ended up with in that queen jack hand. What ended up happening was I getting it all in on a shitty PLO hand. Uh, wait, what? Wait, what? What? What happened? Yeah, I was uh, so I that queen jack hand happened, and then I forgot to mention like uh, there was a PLO hand. Where I ended up getting it in. Just oh, okay. I thought you were saying that you got it all in on that queen jack hand. I was just like, what is going on? No, okay. like I was like, I probably got down to like one tw- like one twenty or something, and kind of did a bucket PLO. Gotcha. Uh, Don't and, worry, I have one of those too. Yeah, <laughs> and it did not go my way. Shouldn't have gone my way. Uh, so I rebuy back in, and then I hit two big PLO hands, which I'm not gonna really go over. You know, got lucky, hit top set. Uh, and uh, I get caught back up, so I'm like, okay, well now I'm on a run. I mean, no, nothing better than actually, you know, starting off down and catching right back up. Uh, I really misplayed a PLO hand. I flopped top two pair on a very draw heavy board in PLO. Uh, he I think re raises me at my flop bet. I'm like, well, this is too draw heavy. 
it seems like a big draw. And it was a uh, just a horrible... Like, I ended up uh, making a call, kind of calling all... And then kind of getting stuck calling when all the draws missed. And he was, had top set. Dang, that's a bummer. Yeah, but it was... I mean, looking back at it, again, this was a really big, big mistake. Because against the draws, I mean, I'm not that far ahead. It seems so weird to flop this and just fold, though. Like, no, I know. Yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying. That, like, you know, you're not that far ahead, and things that you're behind, you're crushed by, like, top set. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm not definitely the one to be giving any PLO advice out, so I'm going to just remain silent in my PLO analysis. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the, I thought it was not so much of a cooler as me really applying this badly, because I was like, well, I don't know what I'm... I don't know what I'm hoping for here. Are you suggesting folding the flop, perhaps? Or I think you... just folding the flop is fine. Okay. I mean, it's you're right. It does seem weak, but I mean, what in God's name am I? I mean, I don't even know what draw would have, like. It was there were straight and flush draws out there. No straight, no flush, but all of the above. I don't even. There was not a good card that was coming on the turn. I don't, like actually, they did miss, but I mean, how often? <laughs> not much. Yeah. So I really, really mess, messed up on that one. Uh, I get into another hand. I have King Jack preflop. It's 15 to go preflop. Suited or unsuited? King Jack off. Okay. Another hand. It really should not be a call to a preflop race. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's uh, going to get I was going to, I was going to get, see if you agreed. Oh no, I definitely agree. I mean, I, I mean, I'd rather have, uh, this is going to sound weird, but I'd rather have like the four five suited, six, seven suited than King Jack off in this situation. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, okay. no, no, no I weird. do a hundred percent agree with you. I think maybe we play those too often too, but no, I do find <laughs> those, those are going to go better. Against... Say, I'd rather have them. So when they deal with me, I play them. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh. Well, because, I mean, ace-king, king-queen, queen-jack. I mean, well, not queen-jack, uh, but just king. They You're so often dominated on king-jack, whereas those suited connectors, when you miss, you're probably just check-folding. Yeah, well, and the other thing is, like, that king-jack is just the reverse implied odds are just so brutal. Yeah. Because if you flop three jack or three kings, I mean, you're not folding. Or, sorry, yeah. two kings. Two, uh, like, um, flop trips. And then you can be outkicked by so much. I mean, I mean, we're not gonna sit here and list them, but you know. Oh, hundred percent. No, you're. I mean, hundred percent. You're right. Uh, so I call, knowing I shouldn't. Uh, so this gets very interesting. There's four to the flop. The flop is ten high. Okay, I thought it was going to come King King. I was about to say, I randomly guessed King King. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, well, but okay, go ahead. So this, 10 high. 10 high. A player bets 25, and there's two, I think, two clubs on it, and I have I have the king of clubs. Uh, player, player bets 25, there's one call. I decide to make a call here with two overs I'm not liking this a straight draw and a flush draw back and straight one draw to, right yeah and one to five odds this is going to get dicey quick I mean it does <laughs> I, I was mean, about to say yeah. I mean you're going to have to hit the perfect card to see a river uh, this is about to get weird but okay yeah I mean it was just I such was a thinking, small bet yeah this is why you needed to fold it preflop I guess right because I was thinking yeah. this is well and I think heads up this is a snap call 
Yeah, but it's in heads up. Yeah, but yeah, with the, with one player betting and the other player calling, the turn is a king. I thought you said that there was four players in this hand. Was it uh, four or three? There were four, but I think uh, one folded before it got to so you. Or it after? goes it goes three ways to the turn. Okay, was think, that player before or after you? I think it might have been after. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm hating it. I mean, every oh, yeah. information I mean, it makes a lot of sense for you to hate it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's the worst, I, but the. I mean, raising would be the worst, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Yeah, that's a good call. Uh, the turn is a king. The player who just bet the flop uh, bets fifty-five. Now I'm never. I'm definitely calling now. I mean, the second player calls as well. <laughs> Oh, man. But, I mean, like, oh, now, we, yeah, I mean, there's no way I don't call this bet. I mean, there's just, yeah, I you, you have to be just out of your mind to fold here, I think. Uh, I call. The river's a jack giving me top two pair. So you basically just got so lucky. Yeah. The player goes all, the first player who's been betting the entire way down goes all in for 85. I mean, easy call. Uh. The other player calls as well. So are you reshipping it here? The player calls? Somehow I just made the call here. I don't know how that ended up happening. I don't know if that was a mistake or what happened there. But either way, the second player actually had ace-queen for the top straight. I mean, how do you not get stacked there? Uh, I don't quite know. I mean, I feel like you should be getting stacked there in that situation. Well, I mean, I think the really the lesson I want to take away from this hand is just another, like, you just can't call these offsuit shitty Broadway hands to preflop raises. Oh, no, 100%. I was just, yeah, I just, what is that guy doing with the ace-queen not reshipping it there? I mean, how even got, I mean, he had to go run a runner for the... Oh, stri- no, yeah, I was thinking... I mean, he had to call 55 on the turn to try to hit a gutter <laughs> with... Very little chips behind for anybody, it seems like. Uh, I think he was... I, I don't think he was very deep stacked. I don't think it was a... Uh, I think it was something where he wasn't very deep, but I don't know how that ended up happening. But the lesson I'm really taking is from these. Like, when I call queen-jack and I run into king-queen, and I call king-jack and run into ace-queen, you know... I, a lot of players are going to be like, "Well, I had it. To, I had it on the river. If he doesn't, if he doesn't hit that gutter, and I think that I mean that's fair. But at the same token, he when had you make pre-flop. That, yeah, yeah. When you make when you make that call, the pre-flop, you're setting yourself up for you know stuff like that to happen. Right, hundred percent. Like you said, it's like you have to get lucky to hit your two pair, but it's actually super unlucky because it gives him the straight two. It's like that perfect gin card to. Like I said, really stack you there, but yeah, it was a, uh, it was kind of a weird. But I mean, it was, this was one of the sessions that I could really, like some sessions you're just designed to lose. I mean, the minute you sit down, there's nothing you're gonna do. The cards are gonna decide it. This is one of the sessions that this loss was really on me. So I, I'm trying to take on lessons from it. And like I say, a lot of what I'm, a lot of my leaks are calling these kind of crappy Broadway. To preflop raises. Yeah, I mean, 
that's basically summed that whole session up. Yeah, I mean, I mean every uh, every hand of note was that situation happening. Yeah, and oh, and then I that didn't I didn't get stacked there, but I did another just god awful PLO. <laughs> I mean, went all in like I was so frustrated. At, uh, I had like probably ninety to a hundred in front of me, and then someone raises in PLO, and I've got a god awful PLO hand. It is double suited, lightly connected. I mean, very lightly. I don't. I mean, I think there was two connected cards and like a two gap, like a two gap and the one gap, uh, and I ended up shipping it just out of frustration. So it was a uh, not a not my best session. It was definitely like one of those where when that session's done, you're like, I could have done better there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well. Uh, so that was that was good. I mean, I was like saying. I mean, you're gonna have those. It's good to learn from your mistakes. I guess I played a session this week, and it started off fine. I was playing regular hold'em, right? And it was so weird because like I'd like flop a gutter, and then like someone would bet small. I'm like, oh, it would be unreasonable to call, right? Like I should just fold. So I fold. Wait, they bet s- small? Yeah. Head, like are these like head are these heads up no, or no, multi-way, no. multi-way yeah I and I was see. like whatever I fold and then of course like drill the gutter I'm just like oh, god how small was the bed I would think it might call us sometimes right um I don't remember I mean it was too big to go it was like $55 or something like that oh but, okay so I mean, small but not like, well, like those... I guess you're like small you're saying like half pot or something well these pots get so big multi-way right so uh, it's yeah. like I mean, whenever you call 15 pre-flop and you see it four or five ways and they bet 55 and all you have is a gutter, it's like, well, probably not. Well, and that's not that small. That's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's true. about half. Yeah, I think you're saying small. Like, I, when you say small, I'm thinking of, like, how I've been betting, like, 20 to a third, 20% no. to a third pot. I think you're saying, like, half to just over, a little bit over half. Yeah, I guess small is not the right word. I mean, big enough to where I was like, well, this would be unreasonable to call. Okay, yeah. And just fold. And then, of course, like, drill. I'm just like, ugh, God, that's frustrating, right? Yeah. I'm like, why can't I make a bad play once? <laughs> but I'm like, don't worry. I'll make bad plays in 10 minutes. I was about to say. <laughs> no. I was like, I, I, I think me and you are going to have that covered at some point. <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> but I'm like, why couldn't that be the time? So then this is an interesting spot for you. I'm in the big blind with pocket fours. Sorry, Jesus Christ. I'm on the button with pocket fours and the whole table limps nine handed and comes back to me on the button playing one, three. Are you raising this or calling this? I've put this in my overlimp range. I normally do too, but I happen to this time make it 20. I mean, I don't hate this raise by any means. Problem being, is just a lack of fold equity. Like when you when you make it twenty, you're really all you're doing is really building the pot up. I guess I guess it depends. If you're deep stacked enough, then it makes sense, I guess. So that if you do hit, you do get paid. I mean, the problem being is these fold like I, these raises never get folds, right? Um, I was like five fifty effective. Five fifty effective. Uh. I definitely don't hate the raise. I think I limp here, but it's definitely, I don't think it's a leak, really. No, no, no. I, don't, I wouldn't call it a leak. I'm just saying, 
it's probably for me like a 70 well yeah probably 70 percent of the time i end up calling it but right. this has just happened to be the time that i race kind which, of thing which i think is fine i think like you should probably be calling it like 70 65 to 70 percent of the time and then raising it here and there so i don't mind this yeah this just happened one of those times and then um one person did fold one person calls the big blind calls under the gun raises to 120 folds back to me obvious fold right yeah he is, is not a, 500 is... effective he's about 300 effective I've got a hand. I'm going to compare this, and I want to get your notes on it and see how, like, what you think of it later. Uh, from that perspective, yeah, I mean, you do, you definitely do not have odds to set mine here. Yeah, so I, I fold. The big blind calls. Um, the flop comes four four six, and the guy open rips it. I mean, did you throw up right at the table? I mean, I you want to talk about the beginning of tilt. Uh, yeah, that will do it. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, I had pocket jacks, so I was good." And I was like, "Oh my god, no. that's pretty. That's pretty awful." It's a, uh, I don't know. I mean, that's a super. Uh, so it's like that gutter happens, and this hand is like basically the next hand. I'm just like, God, why? I'm just making all the wrong moves. It feels like even though I know calling with the gutter is not a, the correct move, right? It just feels like just everything I'm doing is not going my way. Yeah, uh, 100%. I agree. That's Well, and I was telling you, like, certain people will be like, well, I folded 8-4 offsuit and it would have flopped a boat or whatever. Stuff like that never tilts me because I'm never going to play that. So it doesn't matter if it flops a boat or not. But this hand where you, like, you probably 75% of the, of the time just limp behind. And then, you know, another 20% of the time it just calls all the way down and doesn't get re-raised. Uh, I mean that that one would put me on tilt. That that would definitely tilt me a little bit. Yeah, I mean, shoot, uh, yeah. Well, I think you had that hand you wanted to compare. Do you want me to finish out this session first? No, I'm gonna I'll compare it later in the se- in uh once I go over that session. But it's it's kind of it's got a a similar feel to it. Okay. Um. So then the session just continues. I end up, you know, we're just playing one hand of PLO. So. In the hold of hands, I'm now up to about 650, 700. And um, then they combine tables, but that table we're combining to has two hands of PLO. Okay. So here's where I get to lose my stack. Um, now I'm playing PLO. I get dealt king, king, queen, queen, single suited. King, king, queen, queen. This and, is a very nice hand. I believe everyone's been raising to 10 in PLO. So it went like 10, the whole table calls. I called the 10. And it goes all the way to like um, the button. Maybe he was the big blind. Late position of that, right? Okay. He uh, he raises a 75. Okay. What are you doing here? Uh, how many people How many people called in between or did it N- fold? None. Everyone folded. Um, and it comes to you? Yeah. So this is one where it's very dependent on the stack sizes, because uh, basically all you're doing is set mining, right? Mm-hmm. So about six fifty. About six fifty. Yeah. Uh, six fifty. He makes it seventy five. One four. I think this is a call. I call another guy. Goes um, 
all in for a little bit more, but doesn't reopen the action. So it's like I mean, twenty. You're just yeah. It's like I mean, twenty dollars more or something or twenty. You hate it because you're getting worse odds to set mine, but you're never folding. If it's, right. if it's not big enough to reopen the action, you're never folding here. Right. So other guy calls. I call. We see it three ways. The flop comes king queen jack, no um, flush draw. I check. Oh, sorry. The guy. The guy acted first. He just went all in. Um, which I guess in hindsight. And PLO at that location, they let you just go if it's heads up like that. You can just go all in, right? It's not pot limit. I don't know. I I thought if it's heads up, it seems like, but it this it seems like it's not heads up because there's a third p- person here. No, there definitely was a third person, but yeah. he went all in, and I just called. Uh well, I mean, you're definitely making. How much was he all in for? He covered me. He covered you. Uh, I mean, you're never folding here. I mean, you flop, you know, flop two sets. You're never folding. Uh, so this is obviously a call. So I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, once you're here, this is one of those things that once you're here, if he has ace ten or nine or jack or uh, I guess it'd be nine ten. Yeah. I mean, you still have quite a few outs. So I mean, I'm never, uh, I'm snap calling this all day long. I call. Um... Turns a ace. I didn't like that. River's a brick. Uh, he turns over ace 10. I mean, just a Pocket color. 10s, yeah. So, lose my stack there. Uh, about three minutes into switching tables. I was like, well, that's a bummer. Because I was thinking about leaving on the switching tables because I was up. Um, I add on. Uh, nothing noteworthy happens. I basically just fold, fold. I'm down to like $150, I think. Okay. And I get ace, king, eight, nine, uh, single suited to the ace. Okay. Um, and then it goes, someone makes it like 55, another guy call, it lit full, 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 another guy calls, goes back to me. Um, I just go all in here out of frustration. Um, the other guy then re-rips it in. And I'm like, wow, that's... And then the other guy calls. And I'm like, wow, this is not great. Yeah, because this hand is just so easily dominated. Because, you know, I had like 150. He went all in for like six-something. The other guy called. I mean, this is just... I mean, like, we both ripped... It seems like we both were just frustrated as hell on both of these sessions and ripping, like, some of these PLO stuff. This is a really bad one to be ripping, though. It's a because yeah. this is just a this is kind of a crap. This probably shouldn't even be a call for three dollars in PLO, really. Yeah. I mean, so it's a uh, but even I mean, with a suited ace, you're not calling three dollars. A suited ace, I'll probably call three dollars. Yeah, it's a, if the ace is suited here, uh, but basically with the cards being not connected, right? Like the king and the nine not playing really, but I mean this is really. I mean, you're basically only playing the suited ace here. I mean, they're these like you want cards that work together. None of these cards really work together very well. So, I mean, you could yeah, you can get jack, jack, you know, ten queen or whatever for the nut straight. But like I say, I mean, that's a pretty a pretty rare thing right there. Flop comes jack high, seven jack, whatever. So I have a gutter with a ten. Okay. Um, brick on the turn. 
um, Rivers a 10. And I'm like, oh, wow. You know, I was mm-hmm. just already planning on leaving. I should like show my like eight, nine or whatever. The other guy, of course, had uh, ace, queen of spades. Just had the nuts. Oh, that God. 10 was the 10 of spades, which gave him the nut flush. God almighty. I was like, wow. Of course. And just left. Well, <laughs> on the good side, now we've covered my disaster of a session. Your kind of disaster of a session. 100%. Not kind of. No. I was trying to help out. I was trying to make it sound better. Uh, went on a tear after this. That's good. So it's a uh, we can actually like with actually pretty interesting hands. That's good, there. right? Because for the podcast, it's not. Sometimes you have big winning sessions, but if nothing, if there's no decisions or anything interesting happens, it can be kind of just ha- happy to win. But you know. For the podcast sake, it's nice when something at least interesting happens. Oh, I mean, if you're not, if you're just coolering somebody, I mean, yeah, it's nice to win, but yeah, it doesn't really do anything. I mean, the, the hands are not, these hands, there's all just all kinds of decisions to be made on a lot of the, on a lot of these. Uh, Your first hand is three deuce off, right? Three deuce off? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course. Three bet. Uh, let me see. So I win a small. Uh, let me so see. where I'm we? To, I'm gonna. I'm trying to find the more interesting ones to start off with. Is your next session at the private game or at Paramount or where? Uh, are you at? This is a private one-two game. Okay. So king queen. It's a as one-two. It limps to me about five. There's about five limpers. I make it twenty. Okay. So, uh, three call. Which it kind of shows you kind of how this game is going when it's a limp one two. But this then, private game is a very deep stack one two game. It's not your average one two game. Very deep stack, very action packed. Yeah. Uh, the flop is queen eight five with two spades. So the, and you have king queen. I have king queen. So I'm just I'm betting big here. I'm betting like thirty five probably, thirty five forty. See, when you say bet big, I consider that a kind of a... Well, yeah, I guess I bet 30. Okay. So it's a, a little bit smaller. because so I've been betting a little bit smaller, but I did kind of recognize this is a time where you yeah, kind of need to bet a little bit larger because 6-7's drawing. A lot of hands have pairs that aren't going anywhere. Uh, the turn is a queen. I he Checks to me, I bet 85. Oh, thank God. I thought you were going to tell me you checked. Okay. <laughs> oh no, never. Uh, and he goes all in right behind me. It wasn't for that much more. I obviously snap. I mean, call. even if it is for more, I mean, you're still just calling. Yeah. Uh, and he has queen ten. Perfect. So and run, river runs out. I'm good. So I start off with a pretty good uh, a pretty good stack. This is a, a really good way to start off. And then pocket <laughs> yeah. jacks happen. Yeah, doubling up is a good way to start off. Love it. I don't think uh, it was a full double up, but it was a pretty decent pot. Well, shit, he did go all in. It had to be close to a double up. Uh, so there's a raise to 15 and three calls. I have pocket jacks here. This is a mandatory three bet with the like in the squeeze spot, right? Oh, for sure. So I make it a hundred. Uh, two call. Which is always really weird when you get two calls in these three-bet pots. Because the pot gets just out of control. 
Uh, so I'm praying for a good flop. Pot's to about, probably about 315. Uh, the flop is ace 3-4. Well, that ain't it. That ain't it. <laughs> so. so I go through the range of what I should do here. I decide to bet small for 100. Uh, the problem with betting smaller for 100 is every ace calls you every time. <sighs> so here was my theory. I was thinking about giving up. My theory is if I check this, I'm turning my hand very face up at this point. Yeah. Uh, and at this game, they don't necessarily have to have an ace here. There could be, they, they would call with like pocket eights, pocket nines, smaller pocket pairs that might have missed, uh, like king-queen suited. I mean, at this game, it's not always going to be an ace here. My worries is you're going to run like ace-eight offsuit or something. Oh, I mean, it's, oh, don't get me wrong. On this flop, a give up is definitely a possibility. Because, I mean, I, I mean when, I, when it's 100, the eight, there's a lot of aces out there. Uh, but I was like, well, if I, once I check, I mean, I'm just check folding. Right? But you're in position, right? No, I'm out of position. This is even weirder. So. I don't know. I think I just give up here a lot, but. Uh, I bet 100. There's one call and one fold. It checks all the way down. He has ace-jack. Yeah, that's about right. But, I mean, I, I still don't really hate the bet here. Heads up, I love the bet. There's three ways. I just, I mean. I mean, there's there's definitely an argument to be made for that. I just, at this game where I didn't think, I didn't think they had to have an ace there all the time. I don't know. It seems like these loose games, every schmuck calls with an ace. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, that's what it seems. I mean, that's what I've noticed at these type of games. So that takes a gigantic hit out of, hit out of the stack where I was. I mean, I was starting off, and this puts me back down, like down to about even or maybe below even after starting off with a bang. Uh, well, at least you started off with a bang to not be, off with I a bang. Mean, to not be felted. Yeah, that's so, oh, without a doubt, or else I'm just rebuying here. Uh, so I get pocket eights. I flop an over. The flop comes six, five, six, seven. Okay, so you're at the top end of the straight. That's cool. Uh, yeah, straight draw. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah. I'm saying. But like you're drawing to the good end at least. Yeah. Okay. Uh, guy bets all the way down, and I lose when he has pocket queens. It misses it. It misses a straight draw. <laughs> I assumed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you clearing that up, though. <laughs> yeah, well, I want to make sure. Uh, so it's uh, So I'm kind of like on my way. Like, I mean, like, well, God almighty. So I end up... My thought, though, was that why I gave you that weird look was I was thinking you never thought about maybe betting or anything just based on how he checked it down or, I mean, the term must have been a complete brick, I guess. Uh, I was just wondering. He was a pretty tight player who was bet, who bet pre-flop and bet like all three streets on me. I think he said he checked all the way down. No, I mean I just I kind of glossed over what happened. Yeah. Because a flop over pair open ended I brick. Yeah. Uh, it was, but he bet all the way down, but he bet small, so it's one of those. Oh, okay. I was getting makes... really good odds, and I mean, do oh, I just turn this? Into makes a... a lot more sense. I thought you said it yeah. checked all the way down. I was like, that seems weird. 
But okay, that makes a lot more sense if you bet small all the way down. Okay, now yeah. now I got it. Yeah, I was a... just thinking that was a really weird way to play that if he checked the flop, the turn, and I mean. Oh no! If that happens, I'm a betting this a hundred. Yeah. Well, I mean, if he checks the flop to me, I'm piling money in here at a pretty big amount. That, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking whenever you said it checked all the way down. I was like, huh? But now I got it. Okay. Well, and to be fair, I also did uh, think of check. I also did think of raising his flop bet. I like that too. Uh, but when getting good odds, and I was like, well, he's never folding an overpair. That's the other thing. If you know he has, if he's playing tight like that, and you know he has an overpair, and he's going to get stacked if you hit your card. I love the call. I love yeah. the call on all the streets. Yeah, I mean. it's a. Uh, I, I kind of thought he had an overpair. I'm like, well. When I do this, I'm turning this pretty good showdown hand into just a bluff. Yeah. So, uh, I end up adding on for 100 because I'm down a little bit, and this is a pretty damn good game. This is one of the more interesting hands, and this is kind of like that 4-4 hand a little bit. So, I have pocket eights. It limps around to the player to my right. So, the average raise is about 10 to 15. He makes it 5. A weird, like, min raise almost. Pre-flop. The action player to his right starts making fun of fun of it, being yelling, like, everybody watch out. So, I call the 5 with pocket 8s. Good price and all that. The, uh, the, it, and it, everyone calls the 5 around until it gets to that action player. Who then makes it 45. And how deep are we here? Uh, I'm probably, like, I think he has me covered. I have about 320. Okay, so it's an easy fold, right? Unless someone calls in between. So, kind of. Uh, the guy who made it 5 calls 45. Okay, now I'm in there. So, I was thinking this is kind of shitty odds to get for set mining. They both cover you? Uh, I think they both covered me at this point. It's a... So, I... Well, what, like... Because if I need one to get... If I need one to have an overpair, and I need about them to have about 450 to make this call, right? Heads up, right? 450 heads up. But then with the other one's odds, couldn't it be less? Would it be less? I mean, you're still only going to stack one player. Maybe. I mean, if you're hoping, if you're hoping for that, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. That's what I'm hoping for every hand I play. Stack everyone. Yeah. But, uh... I count all the chips. All of these are in play for me to win. So I decided it's just a bad time to set mine. But this action player. I was about to say. Limp. Limp. How often is he limping a gigantic hand? And like, I was on the button. The other guy was on the cutoff. So how often is he limping in late position, a gigantic hand? The guy to my right who raised it to five, how often is he just raising five into a gig- with a gigantic hand? Oh, God, I don't like where this is going. I ship it all in for about 320. <laughs> okay. Uh, that gets everybody's juices flowing. Uh, it, go, it folds around. The action player makes a call. And the, the guy who made it five folds. The action player has jack seven suited. And it runs out. Then I'm good. What did the other guy have who made it five, did he say? He said he had two big Broadway cards. I guess none of them would have hit either. No, they wouldn't have hit. I was, it, was, it was a very low flop. I actually made a straight on the, uh, on the river with, that, with my pocket eights. 
Uh, oh wow, nice. So I was I, like, I thought that was a pretty easy. I, th- I thought it was a pretty good non-conventional way to play it. Definitely interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I felt like those pe- those players are capped when they do that pre-flop. If someone makes it five in a very deep uh, deep stacked action packed game, they're not. They don't have a gigantic hand. No, nobody's doing this with jacks, queens, kings, or aces, right? I I thought he might have aces here. Mm. Planning on someone raising. I mean, that game. He's on the cutoff? Oh, I think he was early. No, he's in, uh, like, he's on the cutoff. I was on the button. Oh, yeah, def- probably, no, def. Well, everyone limped two? Everybody limped two. He makes it five. I've seen worse plays. I see a lot of bad plays. I've seen worse plays, but I mean, I mean, I wouldn't like be shocked. Average. I would not be shocked if he had aces or kings there. I would be very shocked if a player makes it just five with aces or kings and what is going to be a gigantic multi-way pot. I mean, don't get me wrong. Me and you have been playing so long and played so many hours. We see freaking everything. Well, no. And you are going to see it every I'm now saying and then. I could see that guy in that action game doing that, planning on someone making it 45. Uh, that game seems like that type of game. You could do that, but I think mostly people would do that from early position. Not when you've just got the blinds who are just usually going to call and... See it, see it for that. But I thought you said everyone else would have to call the the bet too, right? It limped two, 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 two. He makes it five, so every, you would call the five, then they would all have to, they would still act and be reopened, right? Right. It would be a yeah. Someone could race, but I mean, it seems weird when all these players who well, I mean, it did happen for that matter. That's so. what yeah. That's what I was thinking. It's uh, but I think like that's kind of really hoping for something when everybody limped around for two and just hoping that now randomly someone does this. <laughs> I think it is. It's a horrible play. I think a lot of bad players do it with aces there, though. Well, glad hoping. he didn't have aces. Yeah, hoping <laughs> for the best. I thought that's. I thought that's how the story was going to end. He have aces. You flop an eight or river mm. an eight or something. No, I just felt like the ranges were very capped and uh, ended. Might up, have been uh, a live read too for you, right? Huh? I mean, you might have had a good live read there. I mean, maybe uh, for you could whatever just. Reason, I did not feel like he he was super strong. Well, uh, mostly it was that bet. I just. I think people with jacks and tens and queens that are scared to death of getting just, you know, kind of stuck. I mean, you know, they're in these multi-way pots where they're no good. I think that's just a raise to like 25 or 30 every day. And when he did raise, he was raising pretty big. He didn't raise often. Well, that comes into play too, but I just, I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked if you just had a bad player min opening with a good hand. Yeah. Like I say, there's going to be times we run into that. Especially at that game. At a regular game, way less likely. At that game where people are three-betting and four-betting random stuff, that's way more where I'm like, I could see it. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a possibility. I mean, shoot, when I played in that game, I limped aces because I knew it was just going to get raised. Didn't so. it work out shittily for you? Oh, wait, no. I mean, you actually flopped, did get it all in. Yeah. I flopped quad, or you hit quads, but yeah. Yeah, it worked out just how it was <laughs> I mean, supposed to. <laughs> yeah. But yes, to answer your question, it did work out shitty for me. <laughs> so. I mean, well, I don't know. You love Jason, what can I say? Uh, so the, oh, well, there's go bankroll session. So we, uh, so that was a, that ended up being a huge hand, really getting me back on track to this. So that, that pocket eights all in was, uh, I get, the, I get called and end up, Almost stacking that guy. We were almost about even. But just before we go to your next one, is there ever a time to, I mean, 
that situation I did limp aces. I had less than a hundred dollars in a one, two game and an action packed table where everyone's calling and raising. You ever think there is a spot to limp aces when you have like 85 behind in a one, two game. I mean, it got raised. And I got to go all in. But... It's probably, it's probably fine. with that stack size, uh, it's, that's probably okay. I mean, it's because I mean, you do want it to get, cause uh, Look, in that exact situation, I don't mind it because of your stack size. Right, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because, I mean, like, and everybody on the uh, this listening to this is going to be, like, rolling their eyes, like, well, you, you're limping aces. That's what these guys do. Yeah. But let's look at it. Like, what are your options here? Well, here's you, the, I mean, I haven't limped aces in years, but my thought is, let me just, I'll give you my thought. I was under okay. the gun. If I limp, the game is super raise happy. I can easily get the money in. If I make it twenty on a, off of an eighty five dollar stack or fifteen, I might get some folds with no implied odds, and that looks or everyone just calls a fifteen that I'm seeing it, you know, with everybody in the room. That's my th- that was my thought. Well, see, I'm not certain that matters because I think once once someone makes it fifteen and there's a call or two, don't, when you make it eighty five, don't you think a lot of people are just calling that as well? I didn't think so, but maybe so. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll tell you what, based on what happened, they call. <laughs> so, saying, yeah. It's super tough to make I mean, that argument. I, mean, I just got called with Jack 7 suited yeah. for 330. I think you might get called for 85. Uh, Jack Deuce. Jack Deuce would took me out. He hit quad jacks, yeah. Well, that'll do it. Hard to beat quads, and even when it's Jack Deuce. Uh, I think it's fine. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a major leak there because of your stack size. Because I mean, when somebody raises, you can get it all in. Uh, also, you could raise and get two people calling, and I mean, you're basically just shoving every flop, right? Correct. So I mean, you're. Yeah, I think it's fine either way. Uh, but I, I definitely don't think it's a leak. Uh, like not with that exact stack size and that exact game. Yeah, kind of interesting with those two dynamics. Something that you would never do, all of a sudden being something that seems reasonable to say the best. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a, not. Um, I'm not going to say it's good. It's possibly reasonable. <laughs> That's how I would yeah. describe limping aces in that game with that stack size. Yeah, it's. I mean, obviously this would be a disaster if you were like three or four hundred deep or five hundred deep. Bunder, or, huge yeah, bunder. Yeah, I mean, because then at that point you're. I mean. It, aces, aces, ace king, ace queen, kings. You really don't want. You really want to cut down the SPR a little bit, because if you get, I mean, if you're 500 blinds deep and you're getting it all in with just an overpair at the end of that time, you're probably not good. Yeah, definitely not. So it's a, uh, but yeah, that was a uh, ended up being a really good a uh, good hand for me. Let me see. This was another fairly interesting hand. Ace King, I make it thirty. The entire table calls. The player donks for forty-five. There's Ace King ten two diamonds. A player donks into me for forty-five. What do you do here? Okay, wait, wait. So you have Ace King, you said? Yeah. And how, how do we miss pre-flop? You already told me the flop. Uh, I make it thirty. The entire table calls. Okay. Okay. So go ahead now. So the the entire table calls. Jeez. Okay. 
I mean, I, I just put that. It's probably like five or six. I mean, okay. well, usually when like it's like yeah. five plus, I'm just like, well, fuck it, entire table, because <laughs> uh, that's what it feels like. Uh, there's a player that donks into me for 45, which is a pretty small bet. I'm raising here. I end up making the call here. Well then. So what's I mean, the flop? Tell me the flop again. Ace King ten. Hmm. I mean, once I make yeah, I, yeah, no, I like I'm, I like the call actually. Yeah, once I think about it, I didn't realize it was so connected. Okay, so you have top two here. Okay, yeah, I probably just call here. I mean, I guess you could make it like I guess Jack Nine is really wait. Oh wait, no Queen Jack. Oh yeah, I think this yeah, is a call. Yeah, yeah. That's what, I mean Queen Jack is something that yeah. people play all goddamn day. Yeah, you just uh, played it earlier in the podcast. Yeah, I mean, a tens, <laughs> I think tens don't get three bet enough, so they probably just call. And I mean, here's the thing: is if I raise this big, yeah, you're not gonna like anything that gives you action here. So yeah, no, that's why I said I like I mean, the call. I didn't, ace ten, king ten is the only thing I'm hoping for. Yeah, uh, this seems real specific with the cards you block. Now the turn turn is a blank, which I was kind of wanting to call with. Oh, it was uh, to see what kind of turned. So it's a blank, and he checks it to me. I think I like a small bet here. I hammer it. Uh, once he checks, I don't think he... With the diamonds out there, I don't think he's ever checking the nuts here. Did it flop a diamond draw, or did it It flopped turn? a diamond draw. No, yeah, you're right. I like, I like hammering it. Uh, I make it 150, and he calls. Okay, I like all this. Uh... The river's a queen, making a uh, single yeah, jack a straight. Yeah, so now this is going to check through a lot, right? Uh, yeah, I was a little worried, because at this point, this pot is goddamn huge now. I mean, it I mean was, if he ships it, you're calling. It was like 150 to the flop, and I mean, and yeah. then 90, and then 150 each on the turn. Uh, I mean, if he ships it here, I'm sure you don't have much behind. I'm sure you're just calling, but um, you're praying to God you get to show down. We were kind of like going back and forth on if I would call. I was like, I told you it wasn't a easy call but i think you have to right i think you only i mean you only have to win like one out of three or four times and i mean it has to be exactly either queen jack that checked the nuts on the turn with a diamond draw or ace jack which i mean those are two very specific hands 100 percent uh the river goes check check i mean once he checks i mean i might make this call but i'm more than happy to get to showdown here 100 percent with a uh, he has, and he has ace queen. He rivered two pair. So, kind of a weird card. <laughs> yeah, it was, which I later was like, well, I mean, it is two specific hands. Could I ever go for value here? Oh God, no. But I mean, yeah, I, that's why I was like, I, once I thought that, I was like, that's I mean, good, that'd have to be insane. That's, about, that's a good way to get smacked right here on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> rightly so. <laughs> I was about to say. Cause it like. Real savvy players, if you bet small there, would re-raise you big. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Is like, I mean, if you can't... Like, a small bet would be really an all-in there, actually. Wow. So, <laughs> okay. But, but yeah, it, it, that'd be a... I mean, I yeah. would hate that more than a lot. So. Yeah, I snap-checked it back in the time, and then I was like, later, I was like, wonder. I was like, God, no, what am I thinking? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, this is another pretty interesting hand... I have pocket jacks. A little scared of them now that they torched me earlier. Uh, it comes around to me, and I'm like, I'm still sticking to my guns. I three bet to 60. Okay. Uh, 
You're fine with that? I mean, I don't know the exact situation and how deep everyone is, but it seems reasonable. Yeah. I mean, it depends how many callers there were and everything, but... I think there might have been I mean, two normally, callers. Yeah, I think there were like a bet and a call, if I remember right. I mean, I don't mind calling or raising. I think I lean toward raising more. Um, but both, I think, are okay. Okay. The flop is King Jack 10 with two diamonds. So, pretty uh, pretty uh, good as far as that goes. Uh, I I think there were two callers. I make it sixty. I'm a little nervous about this flop. It's pretty. You ever I mean, think about making it a little bit bigger? Yeah, I think I should have here. It's a. I wonder. Oh yeah, two call. Yeah, two did call. I think I should be making it bigger here. Yeah, I think I like I like people. I mean, you're probably gonna get a lot of calls with like a pair and a straight draw, a pair and a flush draw. I think you can get value from a lot of things. Um, I think I get real nervous uh, when it's real deep stack because I mean, like once this once the money starts to pile in there, I mean you're just gonna see a lot of nutted hands, and I mean like ace queen ace queen seems very available here. As something that would bet and then call a raise at this game. Uh, I think you're ahead here all day. I don't know what the hands are, but I think I think betting big here is the move. Uh, it definitely could be. I mean, I, I definitely think you're probably more than right here. Uh, I later I later kind of thought about that. The turn is the queen of diamonds. Not a great card for me. Very sad card for you. <laughs> <laughs> Just it now makes a four liner to a straight. Uh, and give and then puts a and, and completes the flush. The good thing is, is it if if it's gonna be a diamond, it does give me an open-ended uh, royal flush draw because it's the king and the ten that are diamonds. Oh, nice. Uh, a player leads into me for two fifty. How much you have behind here? Uh, I had him covered so we're like on the turn we're about 380 effective wait so you have 380 behind he makes it 250 i think he meant to go all in but actually like string bet you ever think about rip i mean definitely not think about ripping it well i mean if he ripped it you definitely call i mean uh but i mean like you're never folding that 180 i mean it's going in on the river either way right I mean, is this a definite call? I mean, if we're talking about this hand, I definitely I did call here, but I mean it wasn't like a snap call. I think it's an easy call. I'm easily calling here. Uh, probably so. I mean, I like, well, I mean, the fact, luckily, if it be in the Queen of Diamonds, that's is huge. Well, yeah, that obviously, yeah. Because I mean, now it's like, well, not only does it give me the Royal Flush draw, but it also makes my Jack of Diamonds, if it is a diamond on the river, the second nuts. Mm-hmm. So. I uh, he puts two fifty, and then he, I think he meant to one thirty. He tells Dillo, "Don't well, don't worry about it. He's fold. He's he's gonna fold anyway." So it's like, not so fast. I'm like, I gotta open it. Royal flush drawn a set. I don't Wait, think I can ever fold here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you just obviously didn't double up here, or you didn't stack him completely if you told him that, but. Uh, well, I don't think I mentioned the set. I said I have an open ended royal flush draw. Okay. Uh, 
So in I wait I kind of lean back and forth, but I've just got I've got the entire world is out right now. I'm calling. I, I mean, said, I'm I mean I'm yeah, not... it's like a with the set, the flush draw, and everything else. I make the call. I mean, I sometimes even just rip it in for the other 180, just because I'm never folding if he's going. I mean, I don't understand why you would do that though. Um, because if another diamond comes and he just has a straight or something, he's folding. That's kind of my thought, but. You think he, like, well, if he has a mage yeah, straight, For yeah. sure, yes, I think he's folding. Um, uh, well, that's that's fair. Yeah, I can, I understand that part. My thing was if if I hit one of the, if I hit, you're right, I'm never folding. That's, I'm really never folding anything That's here. what I'm saying. So, so it's yeah. like, to me, I would re-rip it here. Um, that's probably fair, yeah. I, that's, Even if he has two pair and another diamond comes, I mean... He's never calling again because, you know. Yeah. No, that's a fair. That's that's probably something I should have done. And I'm that's never fair. folding. So if and if you tell him your hand on the turn, you're never getting that money. So it's kind of a super bummer if you don't stack him here. Uh, well, I mean, I did. I, uh, a queen comes on the river. I call the river comes a queen pairing the board. He goes all in. <laughs> At least he's yeah. So. And I call and he he turned a flush and I I boated on him on him on the river. Yeah. Nice. So, but that money's never not going in, right? So it's kind of, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I said the set. I said out a royal, uh, open ended royal flush draw. So yeah, I guess the queen uh, at that point. Yeah, he was, he was shipping. He, I don't even, I'm not even sure he heard me. He was just gonna be that money was going in all day. Yeah. Uh, so it was a. I guess. I mean, I guess like what you say is correct though. If it's another diamond, because I think he had a small flush. I think it was like seven, six of diamonds. Then you're you're right. I mean, I don't know oh, that I, I do get that. Plenty of value to be had, and you'd be leaving money on the table. But that's pretty fair. Uh, this session, I end up uh, profiting a little, almost eleven hundred, one thousand eighty. Beautiful. Yeah, makes up for that. So that's but that's all I got for this uh this podcast. I mean, that's how you want to end the podcast right there. Yeah, I mean, starting off with two shitty sessions and ending with a really great one. Absolutely. I guess on that note, this concludes the Texas Poker Podcast. We'll talk to you next week. That was the Texas Poker Podcast. Go ahead and rack up. Add time, and we'll see you next week.